welcome to this special Step Up Nigeria podcast episode. To commemorate Africa Anti-Corruption Day, Step Up Nigeria has brought some of their young anti-corruption champions from schools in Abuja, Lagos, and Kaduna State. I'm speaking with young champions who are taking actions in the fight against corruption in their schools and their communities. And they are here to share some of their stories and experiences with them. Please stick with us on this podcast and we hope you enjoy. Thank you. So, um, dear children, I will start with um, I'll start with Chimere and blessing. What are the ways that you think corruption affects young children like you? So, as a child, both of you, you're both teenagers, well, you're all in secondary school. How has corruption affected you personally? So, Chimere and blessing, please. Thank you, ma'am, for giving me the privilege. Corruption have affected young children in Nigeria in many ways, but. I will focus mainly on the educational aspects. Educationally, corruption have affected children because adequate education they need is not given to them. For example, people in power that are given the um, education budget don't use the money to promote our education sector. Rather, they use that for personal gain or use it for their own selfish interest. And they end up sending their children outside the country to learn why the children here suffer for lack of adequate amenities and equipment for education. So that is why you cannot compare someone outside the country with those in Nigeria. And secondly, corruption also affects us, the children, because some parents are corrupt and they don't see it as bad as... And they do not set good example to their children. Also, when one is not treated fairly, the issue of tribalism in our society, Children are affected. And why did I say so? For example, when a child writes an exam, like Wayek, and scores more than the cutoff mark, he won't be given the admission because of tribalism in our country. Because of this, parents are forced to pay bribe, and child, the child will be emulating what his or her parents are doing. And do you think that this kind of child won't participate in exam practice after experiencing that? He will be encouraged to do so. So I think by this, corruption is affecting with the children. Thank you. Thank you, Blessing. Okay, let's move to Chimere. Please go ahead. Okay, ma, thank you. What are the ways that, what are the ways that you think corruption affects young children like you in this, in most in Nigeria? I cry when I see children in IDP camps suffering because the government don't treat them well. They see the money and use it, intimidate them. I have also come to realize that most of these children have have brought our bright futures, but the resources are not there. Due to the shortage of money of frustration, they are forced to go into crime and rob people to make money by force. If you observe, if you observe, you will see that when the when most of them are interviewed, they will be eager to go to school and second and sound very intelligent. I wouldn't be surprised when you they will become the future president of our country. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chima. Um, Tofumi, please, what are your thoughts on how corruption affects you as a young person? Thank you, Ma. So corruption affects young children in society from what I've seen in following with. So firstly, let's take the public setting, for example. The government has allocated a certain amount of money to the, let's say, the, the principal of the school to get, to get um, 
infrastructure development for the school. Now, the money that's been given by the government to the principal, but due to the fact that they are corrupt and they and they do not and they do not value the they do not see the importance of giving the money and giving good education to the children. They use the money for their selfish ends, thereby the the students will be able to get and learn in conducive environments with the proper infrastructure, thereby making their level of exposure to these things, like example, the practical aspects, their level of exposure will be very, very low because they can't they haven't been able to see what they need to do. Another point I have here is that in the building of the schools, the money meant to, that is going to be given to the correct contractor of the project will be given to someone like, let's say, the, the estimate budget is 150 million, but due to the fact that they want to cut it short, like 50 million, or they want to bring it so low, they give it to, they buy substandard materials and give it to people who are not qualified for the job. That's why we see most most public projects they don't last. They are not strong because of the because of the materials. So they are really weak, and the the contractors are not qualified for the job. Another thing I have here is that in a system where corruption and embezzlement is the is the order of the day, when government where the governors and the local government chairmen come and then they keep giving empty premises to the masses and then. Children are seeing these things. They're looking at their leaders, giving them empty premises without fulfilling it. Children who are able to struggle to get to this position, they will do the same because what they've seen, they are emulating, they've imbibed the characters from leaders, like the people they've seen do it. So it's literally like a trait that they've passed down, knowing to these children. So when they, when they find themselves in positions like that, they really don't care. They just do what they've seen other people doing, like it's the order of the day. Another thing is that when um, corruption affects your children, whereby free education has been given to children. And then you see wicked, actually wicked people because they charge these children and they know that they are from poor backgrounds. They won't be able to, they won't be able to pay the fees. They charge them. Free education is for these children. And yet you are charging a man who can't afford his family three families. You're charging his child that's Sorry, when parents of children are corrupt, when a man has a position like he has a very high position, and then as he he's looking for a job for his children, he they won't go they won't go for um they won't go for job interviews. They just all his father needs to do is to sit in his parlor and transfer money, and automatically the job has been gotten. So the children will think this is a way of life. They will think ah everything comes to money, 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 money. So children grow up with that corrupt mind that, yes, once I have money, I've gotten everything. Once I have money, I can go anywhere. Once I have money, I can get all the contracts I want. So that's where corruption affects children. Thank you. Thank you, Kofumbo. Margaret, please go next. How do you, how is, um, you live in Kaduna State, so your perspective, how does corruption affect you as a young person? Thank you, Thank you very much for that question. But there are more ways that corruption affects children in such ways in the housing aspect, such as money, um, homeless children and motherless babies. Money that are supposed that are brought to aid building of orphanages and homes for those children. And then because people don't care about those children because they are not their children, then they just take the money and then rendering those children homeless. Another way corruption affects children in this is also an educational aspect in such ways that even when the money for building schools in undeveloped towns or villages are then brought, 
some of the teachers that they bring there are so lazy and on and don't care for those children that they just come to school then go back home come to school go back home then at the end of the day they expect their salaries in full although they, they, they don't come to school to teach the children they just come to school to collect their salaries in which it makes the children lazy not wanting to do anything so when the children goes home they won't tell their parents because they are, they are happy about that. Children are not be, about not being taught. So that many ways that corruption affects children. Thank you very much, Margaret. And finally, we would like to have Hassan. Hassan from Lagos State. How has corruption affected you as a child, as a young person? What are your thoughts? Thank you. How corruption affected you guys like you in so many ways because that exploitation child molestation, child prostitution, drug abuse, child among children of my age and cases, which I think are most likely caused by corruption. Secondly, corruption on the highest level in the country either will affect the lives of children directly or indirectly. Thirdly, as we are talking about this now, there are increasing cases of child that where some people scout for children to steal. Where well, some people scout for children to steal and sell. These people in question usually have leaders among them that will save them from the law. If they get caught, they are usually most of our corrupt government personnel. But so in a nutshell corruption is the major reason there are no enough food and facility to cater for children of sewage. Thank you. Thank you very much, all of you. Um, Patricia, can we just hear your thoughts on this quickly so we can move on? Hello. In the educational aspects, I think that the government, when he or she or provides the money to build schools or to renovate them or, you know, stuff like that, when this money is given to the teachers or departments or I think that some of them, some corrupt, some corrupt people from this aspect can just, can just, when they are giving this money to work, they can just lazy about what they think is, oh, I'm getting my money. The government is never ever going to come and check on this project anyway. So let me just forget. I just really need to go home and grab some stuff. So I don't really think that they really care. They don't care about these children. So they don't really, you know, take their time to help. And another way I think is from their homes, from their background. Some children can grow in areas or communities where you you have a lot of corrupt people around there. So what they do is that they tend to pick up all this attitude and they grow up likely to become corrupt persons themselves. So I really think that one thing that really affects children when it comes to corruption is their background. Thank you very much, Patricia. Thank you. Okay, so um, do you believe that you have a role to fight corruption as a child? And if yes, since you've learned about corruption, you're also an EFCC anti-corruption ambassador. You also won the United Nations uh, call for proposals for children. So, I mean, as a young person, do you think, um, do you believe you have a role to fight corruption? And if yes, what are some ways that you have personally um, done to address these issues of corruption? What actions have you taken? Okay, Matt. Yes, I believe that as a child, I have a role to play in fighting against corruption. I have been addressing the issue of corruption in my schools in so many ways. 
Firstly, I've made sure that I apply merit in all I do. For example, if I'm assigned to punish the junior student making noise, I don't leave some, and I believe they have learned that from me. Yes, but what other actions have you taken? I've listed some already for you. So what actions have you taken in the fight against corruption? Okay, I've taken many actions. Like I've educated many people and I've made sure that they know the effects of corruption. Like I've been able to influence in people's life. Like I said earlier, I when I'm assigned to punish, I don't um, look at people. I don't look at their background or their relationship with me. And I believe that I learned that they have learned that from me. So I've been able to influence people's life positively. Okay, so um what other creative thing have you done? Have you written a poem? Have you given a speech? Have you gone on radio? What what have you done otherwise as well? Okay, I've been able to tell stories on the effects of corruption and giving practical examples to people as well. Um, and if not because of the lockdown and pandemic, if I and my colleague were still together till now, we could have formed a group of people a long time ago. But because of the pandemic, we were not able to achieve that. And I've been able to educate people around me, like my friends, my neighbors, and people that I can easily find around me. But I must say that it's not easy, Sha, because some of them will... Be like, I um, what are you saying? Were you the one that came with corruption into our society? But with all that, um, I still have to stand up, and I believe they will make a change. Okay, thank you, Blessing. Um, Godwin, please. Yes, my belief, absolutely. Children have a role to play. I have been able to address the issue of corruption in my society by addressing some of my friends. I have been able to tell the truth whenever cases come up. For example, in my school, if there are cases of bully or fights, the teachers and principals always call me to confirm the truth because they know that I will tell them the exact what happened. Thank you, Ma. Okay, thank you very much. Can we have Tofumi next? So we do have a role in fighting corruption. So, example, um, the rules I've taken in fighting corruption are firstly saying no, even when it's, it seems very pleasurable. Uh, corruption always benefits us, even if it's not from the purposes. So a way of playing against corruption is by standing your ground and saying no. Even when you know that what I'm saying no to is a really, really big deal that people will die for to be in that position. So when you say no, people around you will look at you and be like, she, she can sacrifice this then. We're fighting corruption in our country because corruption starts gradually. So if she can do this, then there are other things that she can do. Another way is that we should not see corruption happening around us and be like, see, nobody's talking, I should not talk. You feel that if I should talk, I'll get, I'll, they'll shun me or something. So when we see corruption happening around us, we should speak up and we should not get involved in corrupt practices. Like, let's say we're a group of friends now and then three of us in that group, three of you guys in that group, you guys are doing corrupt practices. I should not just sit down there and be like, they're my friends. I should not say anything. I will ruin our friendship or something. No, you should talk and you should come out of friendship like that. Just like um, the play we watched that Emeka's money. When Emeka saw the havoc that was done because he, um, his local government chairman and him, so they refused to allocate the proper um, construction to the right people. He saw that I can't, I can't keep killing innocent people just 
to get money and commission and everything. He opted out of it. And thankfully, he came back to his senses. He became a governor and he helps the people of that community. So we should speak up against corruption. We should speak out against corruption. Another way is that, like in like schools, senior is setting an example for the junior students because it becomes seniors of tomorrow. So when we see, when we seniors are doing things like bullying of students, taking more than we are expected to take, these juniors will say something like, when I get to a tomorrow, I'll do worse than this. Is what they are saying that they will emulate from us. So we seniors should be careful of what we're doing because we're affecting the junior students. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tofumi. Um, Hassan, Bashir, can you please go next, just quickly? Oh, for example, I have a will um, to take action for corruption. For example, in my class, our class captain take collecting bribe. When I say, uh, whenever the teacher says she write noisemaker, he is going to write the people who are not his favorite. But the, uh, the day I called my friend, he went to his house to tell him that I should stop the bad habits. He said um, the bad habits start from his home, the corruption start from his home, that they did not always give him money, but the mere change he collected from his favorites are the one he's using to live. Thank you. Thank you, all six of you, for this, your commitment to um, doing the right thing, even when no one is watching, and all the actions you've taken um, for integrity in your schools and your communities. Really appreciate all your efforts. Um, so I want to ask now, since most of you have spoken to your friends, your parents, your families, you've written poems, you've made public speeches, you've all taken these actions. Um, some of you did drawings as well in your school, all to show how you believe that corruption is wrong and it is bad and it should stop. And you all agree with me that children have a role to fight corruption. So in your, in your relationships with these friends and families, have you tried to teach some of these people about integrity? What was the outcome? So very quickly, I don't want any of you to give um, too long an answer, but in your experiences in fighting corruption, in speaking to people about saying, you know, this is wrong, this is corruption, don't take a bribe. What has been the outcome? I know Patricia already answered that some of her friends have changed. So the rest of you, I would like to know, have you seen any changes in, you know, people around you because, you know, you've been trying to um, stop them from doing um, corrupt acts? Just very quickly. Blessing and Chimere. Okay, Ma. Um, I have seen my friends and family, my friends and loved ones involved in a corrupt act, and I've tried to stop them to, uh, and tell them the effects of corruption. So to my, but to my greatest surprise, they heeded my advice. And I will share one example, and, and I like using people I know to share as an example. My younger brother, for example, when he does something, my elder brother always requests things like meat or half of his food or something for him not to report the crime that he has committed. And he will give it to him so that he won't be punished. Because I'm the... Maybe it's because I am he's older than me, but I had to tell him that it's part of corruption because that is how bribery, bribery starts, from a low class to the higher level corruption. So I told him to stop collecting things from him in a friendly manner, but not in an arrogant way, though. So I had to tell him that, and he heeded my advice. Then, talk for me, please, again. 
Tofumi, have you, um, from your experience, so even that, uh, when you had that encounter, even in your school, and you told them, you know, you can't abuse your power, you can't take what you're supposed to, when you spoke to people about doing things the right way, choosing integrity, what has been the backlash? What are their responses? What's the outcome of those, those discussions you have? Like I said earlier on, I'm in a boarding school, so, and I think this thing is, is really common in psychology school where people try to feel among, like, try to feel among other people. So they do these things that they, they naturally do not. So when you tell them not to do these things, there are some people who give like really negative responses and there are people who give positive responses. So the negative responses, they're like, why can't I do it? There are people before me, so why can't I do it? Some people like, it's, like, it's for like, it's an entitlement. I mean, essentially it's like the games we play before we move out of secondary school. They think it's a right, like, yeah, be told to do it. Like if they don't do it, then you've not lived the life of SFU or something. So these are the guys like they'll tell you that why can't I do it? Like, who are you? They're like some people take it as fast, be malice with you that they they call you names, different kind of things, like, so what do you think you are now? Um you're fight you're fighting for your country, who knows you, who reckons you or something like that. And they don't know that the change starts with us. So when we don't when we as people just keep quiet and then we just watch all these corrupt practices happening with us. We pass it down to the younger students. So if we can change, if we as seniors, if I if I advise you to stop doing this, and then you reason with it, and you're like, okay, it actually makes sense, and if we can stop, we are affecting the junior students. So they are they are they are watching us. They are looking up to us, whether or not we know, and then they desist from such practices. Another way, uh, the positive response is they they will look at you and they are like, okay. So for me, what you are trying to say now is that. I should not do this thing. They will ask, they, first of all, they will actually ask you some really funny questions that can even get you angry. But just so you can invite the characters into them, you just like answer them along. And then after a while, you see that they change. They, they begin to exhibit characters that you want them to exhibit. They become, they become people who you really want to be. They become the change that want to save the country. So if, if, if we can... If, we can get positive responses on every from ninety percent of who we talk. So I think just to become a better place. Thank you very much, Tofumi. Um, so don't go. I'm going to start the final question with you. So now just look at the camera and we are addressing other young people. What is one tip? Just one tip you give to other young people on what they can do to stop corruption. So what would you advise other young people? Okay. What I think young people should do to stop corruption is that we should reach out to other young people to stop corruption because if a child is telling his parents that what is what his parents is doing not good, maybe the parents will give that child a harsh reaction at first, but later on the parents will go back and think of us that if my child is seeing what I'm doing and then he or she finds it very, very wrong and not helpful, I think I need to stop doing what I'm doing. So if we young people who are already enlightened on the dangers of corruption now, of course, if we can reach, reach out to other young people, and like we can, they can even we can even stand against it and like make clubs or something where we want to tell other people the dangers of corruption. I think, because if we can embed these characters into younger children, I think we will grow up with it, and the rate of corruption in the younger level will reduce because, the, like they say, the children are leaders of tomorrow. So if the children are already, they've already conquered that corruption, like they've been taught that corruption is not good, like. We should fight against corruption. Like corruption is not helping our country because we can see where we are now. So if we can, if we that we're already elected, we already know that corruption is bad. 
you can tell more young people to tell more people. Like that's how more people keep coming. They can get so big. They can even make it a club that they can out. They can make out switches in different states because they cannot open the same place. So you can be through WhatsApp, through anything. They can tell other people. That's way young people can also tell them. That's like one tip I know. Like making clubs of anti-corruption. Thank you, ma'am. Well, honestly, I think that one really, really helpful tip that to stop corruption or to help others stop corruption, I think it would be that those who have been involved in corruption, it's not too late to change. And those who have been enlightened on this situation, they should keep enlightening others. And I think that I think that they might not know right now how much lives they could touch or how much life they have touched by just reaching out to others, telling them, oh please, this is wrong and this and that. I know it's going to be a really it's going to be really tough, but we shouldn't give up. We should just keep reaching out to the younger people. I think that's what we really need to do. We really need to be bold and speak our mind out. So thank you, Auntie. I advise the youth members that they should never collect bribe. They should not engage in bribe. Whenever they see people who engage in bribe, they should speak out. They should speak out the truth when people need you. When people need you too. The person who can make a difference is you. The best thing um, youth around the world, around Nigeria, can do to stop bribery and corruption in Nigeria is speaking out. Speaking out, by speaking out, I mean either you report to authorities, to higher authority, if you know you can't actually go and meet the person one-on-one on one-on-one one because they're scared. You can either speak, we can, can either report to the authorities or you can go and meet the person one-on-one on one and tell the person what they are doing is wrong because if we don't, because change begins with us. If we don't change, no one else will change. That is, so one of the advice I give to youth out there and Nigerian children out there is speaking out when you see corruption happening in front of you. Thank you. The advice I have for young people in the fight against corruption is that I would advise them to be the change they want in their society and not to look at anybody's height, size, or their qualification. But I would advise them to do that in a friendly way. And young people should be confident of themselves and believe in themselves. And they can also be the change they want. For example, if somebody commits a crime and you don't know how to talk to the person um, or you don't know how to meet the person to confront him or her, so can you call him, maybe make a speech? And But you rephrase, you don't use the person's name in the speech, like you rephrase everything so that he or she will know that you're talking to the person directly. And with that, I think the when you're doing that kind of thing, the story must have will touch the person when you're doing that. So if you cannot meet the person face to face, also you can you can only make a speech or you can use um, a friendly tune and talk to the person. And I believe that to understand that what she's doing is wrong. So I believe that young children should be self-confident. They should have this boldness, just like answer answer the boldness she exhibited in the audio mark that we have listened to. So we should be self-confident. One of the tips that I'll give to young young people is that I want the young people to make positive impact on people wherever they find themselves. And they can also be an anti-corruption champion themselves without having the tag by saying the truth wherever they find themselves, such as my sister have said about answer the video you just watched. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. 
Thank you all so much. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Blessing. Thank you, Chimere. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Tofumi. Thank you, Hassan. And thank you, Margaret. Thank you. 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 Thank you.